Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to whatever this is. I am struggling tonight. Um, as you can see, it's me on a vertical picture with a green backdrop. And the reason for that is because I am broadcasting live from my phone. I've been trying to process an update on my computer since about 6.15. It's getting there, I think. But for now, we're not there yet. So we're doing something all new tonight where uh, we're just making it work the best we can. The only way we know how. Um, I guess I should kick the show off. And then let's just start bringing guests in and let's have a good time. Welcome. By the way, this is the Passholder Lounge. It is September the 12th. This is our live show for September. For those of you who listen to the podcast on the feed, thank you so much for putting up with my experiment over the last couple of weeks. My buddy Kevin and I have been doing a new sports show called Moonshine and Scoreboards. Um, Kevin's been recording on a potato and that's been going great for us. But aside from that, um, I've appreciated it. I've got some feedback from everybody. I appreciate it. We are going to put that show on a separate feed. So if you're like, I don't want this garbage on my Passholder Lounge feed, I get it. I understand because I've been there. I hate it when podcasts that I love to listen to start throwing in random episodes of other stuff. I'm like, that's not why I subscribe to this feed. So we'll get rid of that. Um, I'm gonna maybe I'll get it set up this week. So if you don't want to listen to Moonshine Scoreboards, congratulations. You don't have to anymore. It'll be somewhere else. Uh, and if you do want to listen to it, I'll make sure people know where to find it. All right. Let's kick off the show. How do I start this show? I wanted to say welcome aboard the Monday morning monorail. Oh, my God. The Passholder Lounge is open once again. And I am so excited to welcome you in. Hello, everyone. It's Justin Monorail back again here in the Passholder Lounge. Thank you for joining me tonight. If you're live, if you are in the chat, or if you're listening later on the podcast feed, I don't hate on you for doing that because at least you're listening. And I love having you. But if you're listening later, you're not getting a view of this beautiful face in the vertical picture set up from my cell phone. And so for that, I apologize. But you know what? I've got some friends that are already here, ready to join me for tonight's show. And I say we get that kicked off without any ado whatsoever. Let's start off with the man who is number one on the guest list, number one in your hearts. I don't know what number he wore when he played football for Bearden back when he was in high school, but maybe he can tell us. I'm hoping it was 69. But he is the man, the myth, the legend, Landon the Dawes Dome. Landon, welcome to the Passholder Lounge. Uh, number one in your hearts, uh, number 69 in your hearts, but more accurately, uh, 56 on your uh, scorecards. Um, okay. uh, whole lot of notes just coming out of the gates. Um, sure. uh, if you're not joining us on the live feed, and there goes my uh, phone into the floor, super duper off to a hot start. You are really missing it because Jay <laughs> is broadcasting live from a uh, toilet stall. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's incredible. Um, uh, the acoustics are phenomenal. Listen, uh, third caller gets a flush. So uh, 656-8295, that's 656 <laughs> Flush. Um, uh, you get the flush. Um, no, you get the flush. Yes. Um, uh, and then, uh, wow, whole lot going on, buddy. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm glad to have you. And Landon, can I tell you, you're sounding better than ever, my friend. Yeah, buddy. Yes, I am. Uh, it has been a long time coming. A little uh, peek see behind the curtains. Uh, 
The reason I have not been appearing on the uh, pass holder lounge, uh, the live part anyway, is because uh, me and uh, what is this uh, Streamyard have been kind of uh, feuding using a uh, wrestling term uh, because of uh, technology, and I did not know I did not know the reason why. So it took me getting a whole daggone whole different computer to the point where <laughs> here I am. Right before you, ladies and gentlemen, I do it for you. I do and here he everything is. for you. This is a labor of love, much like speaking of Jay talking about how uh what what is it, moonshines and scoreboards is getting up in uh the uh in the podcast feed, in the feed, clogging yeah. up uh, people saying, hey, I don't want this. Kind of like how this. Does Does Disney <laughs> took over the uh, Monday morning monorail yeah. podcast feed. Does Does Disney <laughs> dropping 5 a.m. every Monday morning wherever you get your fine podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. You know what the difference, the difference of, though, is that people actually want that in their podcast. I don't know. I've seen the numbers, my friend. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Well, Landon, um, we've got another friend that's waiting in the green room, and I say we go ahead and bring them in, and then we can kick off some conversations. So, do we now? We do. We do. You will know based on his handle that he is a is a pastor in a dis in addition to a blogger and a part time podcaster who likes to show up on random shows, including mine, when they're talking. Right? Disney, food, theme parks, whatever it may be. Here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Pastor John. John, what's up? How you doing tonight? Wow. Um, that is way better introduction than I normally get, especially in my <laughs> faith-based world. So I appreciate that completely. No, I'm not sure I can hold up. I can hold up to that. So thank you, King of the Monorail. Oh no, I'm Papa Monorail. Yeah, Papa. yeah. Yeah, he's Papa Monorail. Uh, well, I know uh, you're yeah. Papa Monorail, but I then I have to start calling other people by their names that you've given them. I just can't do that. Oh, come on. We're all family here. Landon but, but, knows that he's the godfather of the monorail. Oh, I know he's the godfather, but then you're going <laughs> to take me to Josh tomorrow, and then it's going to get bad from there. But also, oh, we, you brought we, it up. We, That's daddy we, tomorrow. We do I all know, know that, uh, that uh, Justin has slightly a uh, sense of. Uh, Entitlement, I do, I do just want to say. Entitlement. Mm -hmm. Sorry, as someone who also shares that spiritual weakness, um, I appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about, are, is this, are you going to bring up our Nomad Lounge feud? Is that what's about to happen? No, Nomad. No, 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 no. We are, we are not getting into this. What is it? Uh, check my wrist uh, seven minutes into this. Pod. We are not doing this. We are not uh, derailing this. Can we please just move on? Can we okay. not discuss the on. Nomad Lounge with a food blogger on? Okay, that's good. That'll be good. That'll there, go we well. Go. Well, there we go. There we go. We discuss it ad nauseum. I think tonight we can do something a little different. In the spirit I of the spooky season. How about yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. Because I, I have say a feeling that is what we're talking about, right? Well, we I'm are. just That's shocked that, that Landon is talking about the spooky season because it's my understanding that he does not do as well in the spooky season. Landon, I did not prep John. I did not tell him to take a shot at you over your well, nerves. That, no, that was not a shot. I am a person who has recently converted to spooky season. I avoided it like literally the plague for years and years. But I, as someone who has listened to that show that drops at 5 a.m. on Monday morning, 
I know that mm -hmm. you voiced your your um, preference for Mickey's Not So Scary over Spooky Season. I well, think and as somebody who does listen to that show that drops uh, 5 a.m., does, does Disney, wherever you get your fine podcasts, I appreciate that. And yes, um, I don't take that as a slide. I don't take that okay. as a shot. As I say on my podcast, my very fine podcast, as I might say, does, does Disney. It's not Disney versus Universal. It's not Disney versus Universal. It's Disney and Universal. Yeah. So I like to embrace the entire universe that are theme parks. We'll even throw in some SeaWorld. We'll throw in some, uh, you know, Bush Gardens. We'll even give a, a tip of the cap as we drive by and be like, Hey, look at you, Legoland. You're trying over there with your with your block worlds. That's cute. But hey, careful. I got I got a media event there this weekend. Be careful. Oh, okay, settle down, John. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't say bad but, things. But 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 no, I, I do even though, even though all of the uh, scary stuff over at Hollywood Universal is kind of a little bit scarier than I like. I can still appreciate it. I can appreciate it from afar, but I do appreciate Mickey's not so scary. That is, that is more my jam, but, but I am, I am not going to, what, what is it you say, uh, Jay, uh, yuck on anybody's yum when it comes yeah. to uh, Hollywood Horror Night. Yeah. I, now I didn't invent that phrase, but I but I have appropriated it, and I love it, and I'm glad that you enjoy it as well. Um, hey, speaking of yucking somebody's yum, we've got somebody that just joined the the chat, and I'm going to bring him in here right now because I think he's yummy. I don't care what anybody else says, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is our friend Skipper Bob. Okay, Skipper I Bob, you were going a different way with this. No, man. I'm, no, I'm, man. I'm concerned about the yummy part. Look at him; he's delicious. Look at that beard. Look at well, that, that shiny forehead. That <laughs> Sorry, I haven't put on any makeup today. Yeah, you need a powdering, Bob. <laughs> hey, uh, glad to have you tonight, sir. And uh, I know that you've got some things to say on the topic for this evening. Before we jump in, I want to say hello. We've got people in the chat. Jeffers is here. And uh, Jeremy dropped in. I think he's probably already gone. He just likes to show up and wave and run around and leave. Uh, yeah, exactly. Donna, Donna's in the chat and Steffers is, in the is chat. here. Like, like, like yeah. literally the only one of you that I actually like here. Steffers. Steffers is here. <laughs> you like Donna. Come no, on. No, no, that is true. I love Donna. Yeah. I like that, Steffers. We... The rest of you can kind of kick rocks. So, <laughs> Just... you, you, have, you have an honesty problem. I see that. I see that. And I appreciate it. Oh, I have way more problems than that. <laughs> That's a different issue, but. We're talking theme parks, not my other job right now. So you're oh, good. Yeah. Oh, and the Dillos popping in. Hello, Dillos. Good to see you. Just back they home. They're well. They're gonna. They they were gonna record right over the top of us, but we had a little meeting, <laughs> and they moved their time back. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. <laughs> which I appreciate. That, that was just a, a misunderstanding, but I did remind uh, our friend Frank that there is a calendar posted on the Passholder Lounge Ouch. website. <laughs> if he ever needs to see when I'm going live. And that's a reminder for all of you. If you'd like to see when we're going live, it's posted. It's out there. It's public knowledge. I mean, yes. sometimes old people can't handle technology, and I'm sure that's true with Frank. Hold on. Hold on. You. 
it, it's true that we cannot handle technology, but you don't need to keep pointing it out. Listen, John, as I told you when we were having a drink in Ogas on my birthday, I don't care how old you are. Frank's the oldest person I know. <laughs> it's true. I, I, and you notice it's I true. did not dispute that fact. Yeah, it's fine. It, 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 mm -hmm. it will always be that way. I work with Phil Williams. That guy's 8,000 years old, but Frank is still the oldest person that I know. And I and, and, and I say that on a work computer right now. And um, Mary Burner from Cumulus, I hope you see this. <laughs> Senility is real, he said, and he said it twice. Um, so <laughs> um, I just wanted to, um, as we get into tonight's conversation, uh, we're going to be discussing, I just kind of threw out a general topic of, of spooky season in the theme parks, and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So however that manifests itself in the conversation, I feel like it's appropriate. So far, I've made it to Halloween Horror Nights one time this year. Uh, Skipper Bob, I think you've gone at least twice, if not thrice. Is that true? Uh, once, first week, once the second week, and tomorrow night. Okay, and again, so that'll be Saturday. Nice. Yeah, so you'll be up to four. John, you're up to five. I'm at five. Yeah, nice. Landon, how many times? Never mind. Um, um, the closest I've got is drinking bourbon out of my uh, spooky skelly skeleton uh, glasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Look at that. Nice. Yeah. Well, I like while, that. Well, I spin it. It looks like they're walking around my bourbon. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's like an old Nickelodeon. I feel like I should be like, you know, <laughs> dropping a quarter in a machine. Yeah, y'all, y'all feel uh, free to spend me uh, money for that. That that would be great. Yeah, yeah. You got to uh, spend it much. You got to spend it much faster, though. Landon, no, no, no. Because then I will get uh, get get bourbon on said work laptop. I thought we established this. <laughs> oh, um, hey, while you're talking about drinks, you've got bourbon in that spooky glass. I made myself a drink that some people may consider spooky. Now. This is a little bit odd, uh, but I heard of it on a podcast that I enjoy called the Sloppy Boys Podcast. Are any of you familiar with this show? Um, it's fine. I'm not sure it's I could a, be familiar with that show. No, It's a drink where they, they review cocktails. Like uh, They've been doing oh, this. Okay. I, I guess they started just after COVID. They're actually... They're is that a, a bit off I think you should leave? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. No, they started way before I think you should leave. So. All right. Yeah. But anyways, um, they they usually stick to like traditional cocktails, but occasionally they pull some things in that are like some current cocktail trend. And this is an example of one of those. And it's super easy. So I made it tonight. The ingredients are Miller High Life, Aperol and lemon juice. And that drink, my friends, is called a spaghetti. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think that's called regret. No, actually, surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, well, they're good. No, they're actually pretty no, good. No, uh, uh, you can't like say no without ever trying it. You don't know. It's good. It's very good. Look at it. It's also kind of reddish. Oh, yeah. Look at it, everybody. Clearly, I'm yeah. wrong. The Park Rob says I'm right. So there you go. There's yeah, a person who, in this Park chat. Rob. Shut up. Dude. In this chat, there's one person who's tried it. That's me. I can tell you the taste. The rest of you, you can't. John, you're a food blogger. Do you make your judgments before you try food and drink? Because if so, first, mm, first mm. I know as a food, a food blogger, not a drink blogger. I bring in consultants <laughs> that I trust first, um, <laughs> and uh, based on my 
my research on this, when you mentioned the name of the thing, um, let's just say I might not be getting a great review if I were writing for Delish or Eater for this uh, this item. So, but I am glad you like it, Justin, because I believe in freedom and you enjoying your freedom. It oh. tastes much better than a Miller High Life. Well, well, I hope so. Wow, wow, that is a that is a long way to say no. I don't like it, sir. Sorry, did you see the Twitter handle? Of course, it was a long way to say that. Why would we take? Why would we take? I get, instead of twenty words, I can use five hundred. Come on, work with me. <laughs> hey, hey, Skipper Bob, you usually have something fun in your glass. Are you drinking anything fun tonight? Well, in honor of uh, your recently uh, moonshine uh, sports show. I decided mm -hmm. to get some old smoky Tennessee salty caramel whiskey. That there is that go. is that is not a glass. That is a straight up bottle. And sir, I respect that. Well, yes, this is a bottle, and I needed a glass. Well, I mean, regular... it's a glass. It's a glass if you drink it all at once. Come on, <laughs> it's in a glass Sarah, bottle. <laughs> but uh, for cups, I have uh, my Horror Nights one, which I would love to talk about because I have some complaints about this sucker. Yeah, you so, should. And then I have uh, my blinky cup, which is blinky cup. Oh. My blinky cup's in the other room. I, I'm mobile. I could go get it. I was going to say, dude, <laughs> yeah, you literally are recording on your phone. You can literally oh, walk out of the uh, uh, of the toilet you're, you're recording of and go Ooh. get it. Well, I can't leave the bathroom until I'm finished, okay? So we'll wait until then. You've been but... here for like 30 minutes. <laughs> are your legs asleep? Oh, uh, they're getting there. Yeah. I need to wiggle around a little bit. Um, That's too much well, information. While you brought it up, while you brought it up, it's Blinky Cup related. First of all, I'm a I'm a Blinky Cup aficionado. I love like you put a flashy light in anything, I'm probably going to buy it. Um, so of course, of course, I've got this year's Blinky Cup, and it's my favorite so far. Yes, sir. Now, is yours uh, the color variation, or is it just the white one like I have here? Mine's the multicolor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, you hold on. There's different variations of the Blinky oh, Cup. Oh yes. I think the first round of uh, production of these cups, they just used a white light. And after that, they used uh, a color light variation. Because I got this during the uh, Taste of Terror preview. Taste of Terror. So, yeah. so, uh -huh. so, does, so does that mean it's like, like, like first iteration slash first edition is, is the white blinking one. Then after that, it's just multicolored. Seems like this year that might be true. It's like wow. it is like, it's like okay. series one white light. And then and then regardless, you can't stick any of them some bitches in a uh, dishwasher. So no, 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 hand wash <laughs> only, hand wash only, my friends. No, um, but that. what what issue do you have with that refillable cup, Gipper Bob? Uh, well, this is my regular Universal Annual Pass one. Um, we took off the lid here, so we have the normal opening and then there's this gigantic uh air hole that just allows nice easy flow you're a yeah. gigantic air hole yeah. <laughs> you sound like my wife Bird. john how dare you say that why i can't oh my god sorry i i've said worse i apologize <laughs> this is the lid for uh this year's uh -huh. horror night collector it's got this flimsy little handle which at first i thought oh that's pretty cool but oh yeah it, yeah the uh yeah when uh when i was down Jurassic, the jurassic park cup had the thing yeah yeah, but the thing is, if it goes this way, it feels like it's going to snap off. Uh -huh. My main issue with this, it's got the extra large uh, pour yep. spout, mm -hmm. but the air hole is almost non-existent. Yeah, you can't you mm -hmm. can't get fluid out of this thing. Uh, agreed. So I'm going to take a drill bit later. I'm going to make a larger hole for this sucker. 
okay, yeah. that, that seems a bit extreme, but, but I mean, I would agree with everything you said up to that point. So I can't necessarily disagree with your whole, you know, mutilation to the, to the drill uh, top of it. Dang. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, a new hole. I think I'm going to get it real quick, y'all. That's a good way to take out your aggression on that horribly designed item. <laughs> yeah, I was not. That is kind of that is kind of wild. That seems like a that's a base at this point. Tr travel cups are like just like every shelf, every store has travel cups. You you sort of know you've got to have that airflow hole. It's kind of a surprise that that was overlooked. Hey, real quick, Skipper Bob, can uh, can you put up the uh, the cup and give the uh, the look of this year's uh, design to the camera? Yeah, we got uh, on the back. It's just uh, regular skulls and crows and whatever spooky. Okay. And then we have Ooh. the uh, the front, the kind of like the Ouija board. I love the design. It's really really yeah. cool. I dig that. That yeah. that looks cool. Yeah. As far that as design, looks, that this looks cult, really cool. This is that awesome. looks cool. That that does look cool. I'm not sure. Damn, I, I really kind of wish I was down there to get one. Okay, it's about well, the same size. I was wondering if maybe this year it's a little bigger, but it is not. It's yeah, and uh, the uh, the cat in the very center is really cool with the uh, the eye for the Halloween. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. This it, the, it's the, a neat cup aside from one thing. The blinky cups also have that Ouija design to them, which I think is pretty cool. But yeah. Skipper yeah. Bob will will painstakingly fix every single cup that is sold <laughs> just come by his house and he will hit it with his drill bit twenty dollars <laughs> each <laughs> wow well my llc is not making money so why not well okay, that's fair hey you gotta hustle you gotta you gotta do what you gotta in do this, it's economy. in this economy no. <laughs> yeah that's right um so those of us who um, have attended Halloween Horror Nights this year, I wanted to, I wanted to ask a question. Any? Let's start out with food and drink. Any any standouts? Uh, John, I'm sure you've tried everything. Well, you both did the yep. taste the taste of terror. So no, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I was stuck. I was stuck in the hotels editing other people's blogs as they had taste of terror. Oh, uh, I did not okay. get the experience. Yeah, I was pretty bitter as being this next to the low man for all those sites you read about taste of terror i'm the one sitting in adventure with three computers going editing their blogs as they're reporting to me not that i'm bitter okay <laughs> having said that Oof. having said that I, I i have tried all the things and you can go to some place that has attractions and used to have a magazine that define this information as they're messaging me right now. John, um, are there any sites that you would love to throw under the bus <laughs> right now? Nope. Like, like like names, websites, nope. social securities nope. that you just want to nope. like totally sandbag and tell them to go uh -uh. themselves. No, because Attractions Magazine paid me and they did not go to Taste of Terror. <laughs> they, went to the, they went to the media event. Um, but... I, there were I thought there were lots of really good stuff and there's and I thought there was some scary stuff at too. What do you want to start with the, the good stuff in terms scary of stuff? food? Are you saying like the food items look scary? Is that what you mean? They look scary, they taste scary, and they weren't even exactly <laughs> what they said they were going to be. Oh well, I just I just wanted to do like a how about this? What's what do you think the most interesting item this year food wise was or is? Uh, the Last of Us ravioli, the cheese ravioli at the Sting Alley, because it really shouldn't taste as good as it does. Because sorry, Skipper Bob's gonna look because at Taste of Terror, it was average. 
They changed the form. They changed the recipe after tasting it. It is way better now. Oh, because oh. when I, I got they, it, I tasted it. It was like, it's a ravioli. It's just a basic <laughs> just ravioli. <laughs> they, they adjusted the sauce and the mushrooms and the other things that came with it. And you do get the collectible can um, yeah. that comes with it, and which costs you $5 over at Green Eggs and Ham Cafe. And it's only $9. <laughs> so if you do the math, a $5 can and a $5 entree, that's a pretty good deal at HHN. Yeah, That's a brain investor's count. Um, I was surprised that was so good. Um, I had the butternut and duck confit galette over at um, near Springfield. That was shockingly good, but I'm concerned about the quality in the long run. Yeah. Um, okay. The Stranger Things items were all pretty good. And the, I got to get the right name, the sour apple pie funnel fries because we know how much you love oh. the rat rat petri the petrified rat funnel fries from oh last my year. god those were disgusting last year um they I hated they they eliminated the savory and the sweet component and they went with kind of a sweet and sour component it actually works really well okay it sounds interesting i mean i'd be willing to try it um of course my goal this year is to finally try pizza fries we'll see if that happens uh, um, i know i've never done it wait was there a reason that you didn't try them before it's always on the list and then you it's just, just ran out of time you were no we're just always like, going we're getting like chaining those houses together and cause, hoping cause to stop and grab long for yeah. average food oh, yeah it, all right okay it usually does have a long line and it's kind of like set in the back there um oh, okay so 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 this is like one of those like must do foods when well it comes it's to like halloween horror nights it's like the uh the twisted tater like people just like you associated it with a generally you have I, to pay extra for a twisted tater <laughs> i don't yeah, necessarily even i don't like the twisted tater i think it's very average it's, if you like salt and grease then you'll like yeah. the twisted well, tater. i think i need i need skipper bob's input on this one because i need a more veteran hhn person not um, long ago your food options at hhn were how do i say this nicely I hope you enjoy a bad burger, some pizza fries, and maybe some Twisted Taters, and that was it. I remember when Twisted Taters debuted, everyone was like, oh, man, this is, that's unique. I wonder <laughs> what that's like. And it's like, it's it's a fried potato on a stick. On a, stick. <laughs> a spiral fried potato on a stick. You have yeah. to go yeah. to Vegas for that. Yeah. <laughs> so at least now, even though there were some significant misses, um, at least they're trying to make food and course those of you who've been to hhn already one of the, if you thought the food queue the food queues were long before you should try this year it's bad i yeah. feel like I should, I should be working for touring plans and saying how how long it'll be a 35 minute wait if you go at this time i mean i i think i'm going to submit that in a in a slack group tonight to message them and see if we'll do that for this year because it's pretty bad yeah but i will i think lines generally are long. I mean, especially if you if you go on a weekend, HHN has been packed this year. Um, I, I still think I made this comment last year. I think it's true this year. I think they're overselling the frequent fear and rush of fear passes, and that's creating a big issue that maybe wasn't quite the case in September in the past. Um, and I'm sorry I missed out on those old September days when they were lower crowds and you could actually do stuff because now that I actually am on board. You know, it's it's crazy and it's hard to, to get everything in one night. You really can't most nights. All right. Uh, I do have a random question for y'all that have uh, 
had the chance to go to Halloween Horror Night. I am going to pull my shirt up. I'm wearing a Voodoo Brewery shirt right now as uh-huh. a recording. Uh, there is a certain green beer that I l- fell in love with uh, when I was down last year. A Lacto Cooler. Yeah. Down at Halloween Horror Night. Is that still available at Halloween yes, Horror Night? It yes. is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good deal. And there's also a version in another place we may talk about tonight. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I actually asked around about that because Cocktail Bob told me that he had heard that there was like a red one. And so. Uh, I, and, and, and I have had that one. That one is. Uh, it's all right. Well, well so. Well, so I started asking around about it, and the the team members, okay, the team members that I talked to were like, "That was available on the first couple of nights, but it was limited edition. We ran out," which I think wasn't even true. I think I think on up to Knoxville, we still got it. Yeah, well, I think so they are you still telling me that, that cast members and team members don't always tell the truth? What? I'm just saying, I think you they they just give you an answer whether or not they know the truth. So, yes. and in this case, I think that they. But also, it, it it might be just you know based on what they have there. So there's that. So. Mm-hmm. But but he was saying generally it doesn't exist in the park. So I was like, where can we get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, but that's fine. If it's not that great, then I don't care. But the lacto cooler, of course, is there. I had a couple of them on Thursday last week. Delicious. I mean, like 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 uh, me and the smoking hot girlfriend fell in love with the lacto cooler. Uh, and when we found out that a voodoo brewery brew hub set up in our backyard here in Knoxville, Tennessee, we were so excited to the point that we, we, we go on a regular basis to go get lacto cooler on a regular basis, but unfortunately it is sold out on a regular basis. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, it's one of those things it's, even though it, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, here, it's still kind of a, uh, Hot commodity, if you will. Yeah, Dipper Bob, I wanted you to weigh in on your most interesting food or or an item that you thought stood out to you. I left you lots of choices, Skipper Bob. You're good. Yeah. You should be good. I actually wanted to pull up a list, so I actually called the things what they are and not. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the the Fritos bag <laughs> full of uh, crap. Uh, no, a <laughs> uh, Frito bag full of crap. Oh, was, was delicious, man. Yeah. That that would have been something served at, ho- at Hollow Scream. I think that would have been a good name. <laughs> I, I this was one of the things I had a taste of terror, and I actually loved it a lot more than I thought I would. It's just a, a slit open bag of uh, of uh, uh, Fritos, and they just it's uh, uh, impossible meat, uh, cilantro, black beans, queso, pico de gallo, and it, you just stir it up, and it it's so simple. And uh, I I was really surprised by how good it was. Um, but the uh, the child's play uh, fried to the end chicken, which uh-huh. is a little popcorn chicken with a uh, Nashville sauce on it, I really enjoyed that. Mm, it, it does have a kick to it, but it's what I refer to as like a fast food kick. So uh-huh. it it's it registers okay. on like a two or a three. Gotcha. Yeah, if you had the if you had the old um, Nashville hot mac and cheese when they really used the Nashville hot sauce, this yeah. doesn't even come close to that in terms of spice that yeah, they had yeah. that similar spot, but it, it is does, a stronger flavor than it is a kick. Yes. Correct. And okay. I agree. The vegan, the vegan walking taco tastes better than it should. 
And you yeah. get a gigantic, like if you're used to walking tacos <laughs> with these average little tiny bags of Fritos, you yeah. are not getting that. You're getting the commercial size at least three or four times the normal size of, of a bag. <laughs> One of the only criticism I've heard of that is there's way too many chips for everything else. And then I respond oh. with, are you complaining about too much food in your theme park? <laughs> that's that's like when I complained about something about there was too many peppers and onions over at Green Eggs and Ham for one of their things. It was like, my criticism of the item is there's too much food. Okay, that's well, not a good okay, okay, but when you're talking about something like a walking talk, like proportion is important. I mean, yes, it's, not a, it's not a bad thing to have too many chips, I, you know, I would say. But at the same time, you you will feel like you get to the end, you're like, oh, I'm out of the impossible meat. I'm out of all the toppings that I'm uh -huh. left with dry chips. You know, that, yep, that can yep. be disappointing. That sounds like improper stirring to me. Yep, <laughs> that's what I just heard. I'm just saying, I, I haven't had one of those yet. Actually, in my first trip, I didn't really get to try any of the food. I tried a couple of the drinks. Um, I wasn't impressed with either one of them. And they, they didn't even stand out enough for me to remember which ones they were. Um that's not you know good. they 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 have ghoul juice again this year. I don't like ghoul juice. That's not one of my favorites. But I had this one that had like uh, bourbon and cherry, um, and it was over at the last year. The bar was the weekend bar where I got my save my save your tears drink, which I thought was amazing. Um, this one not so much. But I did have one food item, and it's something that you would think growing up in the south and going to country fairs, I would have had this at some point in my life. I had the fried Oreos from that particular food stand. And I was like, okay, first of all, I feel like I'm getting diabetes while I'm eating these things. Second of all, they're delicious. They're so good. Um, but I was, I was a little surprised because on the menu, I think it calls them confetti cookies. They're, like, they're, yeah. It has a weird description. And so I didn't know what to expect. I just, I was hungry and I was like, sure, I want something sweet. Can I get the confetti cookie? And then I noticed under it, it said, fried cookies and cream flavored cookies or something like that. It has like a really generic, cause they're not going to say it's fried Oreos. Right. So I seem to recall they say Oreos in that description, but you go ahead. Maybe, I mean, maybe they do. I, I did not read that on the menu or the other option is, do they have another cookie that I ordered, but I got the fried Oreos. I don't know. But anyway, they give them to you. There were, there were four on a, on the plate that I got. Mm -hmm. if I remember right. And, um, and then the next thing that happened was I lost my entire group that I was hanging out with and had to wander through the Zodiac scare zone with my hands full. And I became quite the target for the scare actors who thought it was real funny to run up to me while my hands were full. Um, I offered one like a, a running theme with you. Yeah. I actually offered one a cookie because I had that feeling. I was like, something, there's someone right, there's someone right behind me right Is that now upon can 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 you offer uh the uh, scare actor well, well let just i've heard this story already let justin finish yeah so he's he came up he was right over my shoulder and i'm and for some reason while i'm walking through the scare zone oh, Jesus. no i don't know why i'm holding it like this but i was holding it up near my face um so he's standing there and i and i notice i look and it's one of the scare actors it's a chain it's one of the chain gang one of the chainsaw gang and he's got like a hood that has like the blank face on it. And so it was just like, oh. And I said, um, do you want a cookie? <laughs> and he said, <laughs> he, he looked at me. He looked at the cookies. He looked back at me. And then he said, how am I supposed to eat that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you can throw him off character. 
Yeah, fair so he question. broke character. Fair question. Yeah. yeah. And then I said, well, I said, well, I don't know, but I just wanted to offer. And he went, well, thanks for the offer. And then chainsaw right in my ear. <laughs> yeah, man. What a way now, to just go. To, just to clarify back to the description, I can see where there was confusion. The description reads confetti battered Oreos, but it's not entirely Justin's fault. Directly next to that, it says chocolate chip cookie. Because you can also oh. buy the cookie, and since it's ridiculously dark at the Mel's battery park yeah. operation there, I totally see how you would have messed that up. Yeah, well, and at that point, it was near the end of the night. I had had several lacto coolers. I was trying not to say that, <laughs> so my memory may not be perfect. Um, but anyways, I, Bob, have you found it like? Has there been a drink that that you've really enjoyed at the mixed yes. cocktails this year? Which one? <laughs> The, uh, the Surfer Boy pineapple drink, uh, I'm one for like uh, margaritas and whatever. So, yeah, this this one was right up my alley. I could not, I, I think it tasted terror. I had four, maybe five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, what did they have to cut you off? Yeah, they, they, I walked up to, and I was already holding a drink from the previous booth, and they said, Oh, so yeah, they don't like give that. me one at a time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Can I have mine now? <laughs> So, um, all right, I've got to try that one. That'll be on the list because we're going back next uh, or this Saturday. We'll be back at Hallow Screen doing. If you're if you're in the Facebook group and the Discord, you're already aware we're doing our an unofficial meetup at uh, Halloween Horror Nights on Saturday. We're also going to be doing Hallow Screen on Friday. So, leading up to that, the Sea World event, John. I know you've been already. Um, question for you: um, Had you done Hallow Screen before this year? Last year was my first year doing Hollow Scream. Okay. How do you think that just, you know, however you want to describe it, how do you think that compares to the Universal event? Okay, you let me on so I get to say this. Uh, I think there's tangible evidence you can find online of, of me writing about this, but here's the quick answer. Um, do not expect the quality of houses that you have at HHN. However... They will, they don't pulse you through the houses, but you're not going to do a conga line. We went on the busy night, media event night. Um, you're going to be in small enough groups that most of the scares you're going to get. So that's a plus. Um, Hollow Scream's not as crowded as HHM, but quite frankly, what is. Um, the scare zones are not based on triggers. Sorry, English. Um, <laughs> the uh, basically at HHN everything is scripted. They push a button and you hear the sounds and all these things. Um, at SeaWorld, whether you feel that's because they don't have enough money or because they want to get their scare actors a chance to be scare actors, they scream at you. They use their own voice. You might have a real conversation like you did inadvertently at HHN with them on a regular basis, which is the best part about Hollow Scream. If you can get one of them out of character, which happens all the time, they have seven scare zones. Two of them I thought were really really good. The, the, others are, the others are okay. They just have way too much space and not enough stuff. They depend mm -hmm. upon their scare actors, not their props. Yeah. I think and, that's a true general statement. Like, So this will be, I didn't get to go last year, but this will be my second trip to Hallow Scream. I went the first year. And my observation was that, like, just like you said, I think the houses, in, in terms of sets, special effects, it's definitely a tier down from what you're going to get at Universal. But what they, the way they make up for it is that it's very 
personalized in terms of the interactions okay. you get with the scare actors. Um, there are more scare actors, and I think they're free to do more um, at SeaWorld. Yes. So that's where they make up for it. Plus, themed bars, that's a big kicker at Hallow's Scream. You get the theme bars, one of them with an aerialist overhead doing all kinds of, you know, Cirque du Soleil while you get your drinks, which is awesome. Um, and yeah. I think the scare, I think the scare zones, I could see how you say like some of them are kind of spread out and they don't have as much. I think the scare zones are, are, um, are really fun. Uh, the be- one of the best things about Hallow Scream, you can get everything done in a matter of two, three hours usually. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, six, seven hours, and then you didn't get everything done. I mean, yeah, for the, for the media event, we didn't really start doing houses till ten o'clock that night, and we got everything done. Yeah. So, and that's because there's only five. Right. So, and in fairness, two of the houses I've <laughs> already said this someplace else today. Two of the houses I thought were of reasonable quality. At least they were. You could see they're trying to up their game. If you're familiar with standard theme park gimmicks. The Delirium Six 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 House, which is their new house this year, they use two very common theme park elements that you would not. Well, one you would expect to see in a haunted house; the other you would not. Spoiler: There's a spot where you get to sit down in the Delirium Six 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 House. Yes, where you're oh. supposed to sit down, and I'm overselling it. But when you when you sit down and you go, John said this was a common element. You will figure it out in about five seconds after you sit down what they're up to. And I think it's really good and it helps to space out the groups because you're going into this room and sitting down and then you're moving on. So it spaces out your group like a a pre-show. Interesting. Which works out really well. And then there's another standard element that you sometimes see at um, places that works really well to throw people off and put them in a delirium. And so they do that. That that one worked really well. I did not know that was coming. That worked really well, actually. So they so, they are they are really trying to up their game. And remember, SeaWorld and Bush Gardens, they budget these houses for three or four years, and then they just tinker with them each year. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was that was going to be a question I asked because I went year one and thought it was great. I went year two, and I think all but one of the houses were exactly the same. And I was wondering, did, did they do this for? to keep the cost down or were they just not that creative? The scare zones, I believe all changed over, but it was just, and I was just wondering if they did that again for the third year. Now, if they've maintained some of the houses, if they're the same as the last two years. Well, one is brand new. One is. One is one, one is highly modified. We've okay. added a whole new character because they're trying to create their own icons with Scratch and the Sirens, they're trying to create their own icons to bring them back each year. Um, two of the houses were basically the same with some improvements. Um, because it was media night, we got to film as we went through the houses. So I got to go back and compare to previous years. And so they're pretty. And one of them, quite frankly, the only change they made is how you <laughs> entered. And so there wasn't a whole lot of change. But that's the criticism of Bush Gardens Hollow Scream. Is those of us, who, those of us who I don't, I was going to say live here. I don't live here yet. Those of you who live in this area, um, who drive to Tampa, you're like, I drove all the way for one house that's different, which is a common oh. criticism. Oh, I didn't realize that their houses were basically the same as the ones at SeaWorld. Yeah, they they budget the same. No, they're they're 
they're different houses, but if you've been to Hollow Scream at Bush Gardens before, which is a far better event than Hollow Scream at SeaWorld, you'll see very similar houses because they budget them for three or four years at a time. Oh, okay. Oh, they repeat basically. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so, 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 are we like worried about spoilers at this point, or, or like, like anything like, you, like, like you that? mean like in the houses, or like you anything know. at all? Because, because what? Uh, this, well, this let's is see. Good. Bruce Willis was dead in the sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just there kidding. Are two I don't... Houses... Sure. So okay. All right. Still... Backing out. Why? I was I'm making a joke. Is that not allowed in the past? No, no, no. I'm 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 asking the question. He's getting very deep into his reviews, and yeah. I know I know there are some of our listeners who have yet to go mm -hmm. into yeah. these houses. I have I haven't mentioned anything yet yeah. that I think is spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I th I think we I don't That's think a valid we want point, Landon. Okay. Yeah, I don't th I don't think we want to spoil like the whole house. Um I think talking generally is okay. I mean, especially like the big, like, um, you know, the highlights of the houses. Like, I wouldn't necessarily want to spoil today. We could do that later. But uh, I actually had a question for, for you, Landon. Um, this year at Halloween Horror Nights, I know you were excited to see they were doing a, a Dueling Dragons house. Yeah. And then also there's Last of Us, which... I, I know you're a fan of video games. Yes. I don't know if you ever got into Last of Us, um, but this the house is based on the game, not the show. Holy! F okay, everything good? Do you need a break? <laughs> yes, uh, everything is good. Sorry, uh, Zoe almost just took uh, half the table off behind me uh, with the <laughs> power cord, but everything is hunky dory. We are a okay. Uh, yeah, speaking of the Last of Us, it was almost the last of me there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. So, yes. so the reason the reason I'm building up to this is I'm wondering, like you, you're. I feel like these are houses that would be intriguing to you. Does it does it get to the point where you start to think maybe I would like to go and experience a house or two if if they were based on something I was really into? Oh, 1000%. Yes. Like if I was not the giant chicken that I am and I proved to be last year, I mean, Dueling Dragons was and still is one of my favorite attractions ever in all of uh, like, 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 first of all, if you've ever listened to any of the podcasts that I've been on, um, Jaws, you know, is my A number one with a bullet attractions ever but i don't know if i've ever said this like dueling dragons is maybe my number two just because it is so cool uh the attraction itself the queue and it's 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 rewritability going whether it's the fire whether it's the ice and going like like splitting through it and now there is a house built on the lure of this and some of the merchandise that I've seen of this, it's like, ah, oh, God bless America. <laughs> I really wish I was not a giant chicken uh, because I really wish I could go and experience this firsthand. I would love to go through the dueling dragons experience. And I think it's super awesome that once again, universal is paying attention to its history. It's, it's, it's realizing 
its roots, realizing where it came from. And, and, and I think that's one of the cooler things that it does with the whole, you know, universal horror nights. Um, it builds upon it, not only the horror icons, whether it be, you know, Jack, whether it be, uh, the caretaker, uh, the filmmaker now, now they're bringing in like, like full blown attractions into this thing. I think that is so cool. And even me being again, a ginormous chicken baby, I can appreciate that. And, and the love and the care and the detail that they put into these houses, I think is so amazing. And I look forward to watching a walkthrough through YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, so I can experience it. And maybe if one of y'all want to hook me up with some, uh, uh, merchandise, uh, holler at your boy at does on uh, Twitter. Uh, we can or, do that. Can or, do or skipper Bob. Appreciate that. Um, and then, and then, and then the last of us, um, yes, like, like that is, that is one of those, um, video game franchises. I'll be honest. It's like, I fully appreciate what it has done for the video game. I guess video game franchise as a whole, mm -hmm. but I've tried to play this thing like three times, <laughs> three yeah. times, one, two, three, count them three. And I've hit a wall where it's like, all right, I just can't get through it. I yeah. appreciate their storytelling. And I've watched some videos from like, like past the point where Joel and Ellie, my Joel and Ellie got. Mm -hmm. And I can see why people love this franchise. And then I can see why it spawned an amazing HBO series. And 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 the episodes that I've watched uh, are are great, uh, and they're so graphic that the smoking hot girlfriend, who is watching, hi smoking hot girlfriend, uh, <laughs> it was so graphic that she said she uh, would not keep watching. So that is something I need to keep watching on my own. It is really daggone good. So I can understand why people want to keep building on The Last of Us. So, I mean, like. Hell yeah. Like, like, like keep building on the last of us because this is, this is like a really damn good story that not only just happened to be a video game, it's just a really damn good story. And even I yeah. can tell that like that I put like five hours into video game. Yeah. I've never played the game. Um, but watching the series with, with May, she was uh, right there. It was almost like a little pop-up video. And she was telling me as we were going through the episodes, Okay, this is a lot like the video game. And yes, yes, uh huh, yes, ah. yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the first couple episodes, there are some like copy and paste, like, like uh, when how like like how how spoiler alert do you do? Okay, like 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 first first episodes. I'm just like like first episode. There is a scene where Ellie like 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 gets money, steals steals Joel's watch goes into town gets gets Joel's watch repaired brings it back home because cuz that's that's Joel's present what, what 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 is it his birthday i think like like yeah yeah once yes yes his uh his 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 his, his birthday present but but Joel's 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 on a uh on a job that night falls asleep on the couch and that I can swear on this, right? Sure. 
And yeah. that is when shit hits the fan. <laughs> and then, yeah. boom. That's what happens in the game. That's what happens in the series. And it is almost like scene for freaking scene. It is so damn good. Yeah. But you know, well, that... Oh, sorry, I think... didn't mean to snap. Landon, you're aware that Neil Druckmann came and approved the house and took a tour and said it was wonderful and did the Pittsburgh thing perfectly. That was an exact quote, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Just so you aware. know. Oh yeah, you are now because that because that was the big part of the media event was they roll they didn't roll him out he came out on his own and did his show. They rolled but, him out. Yeah, sorry, that's that sounds like he's old like me, but um, but he came out and he was just impressed. And if obviously you probably know the history of the two years where he said to HHN, depending on what sources you say, he said to HHN, "Hey, you know my video game would make a nice house," and Michael <laughs> apparently said, "You know I agree. Let's talk about it." Um. And so that's how all this came together. Hey, yeah. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. I got I mean, an idea. Apparently he's not wrong. And and, no, I, not. and 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 we've seen videos clearly. I'm I'm not gonna actually go do the dang house. Once again, big giant man baby chicken bagok bagok over here. But uh but I've seen videos of the uh, Joel and Ellie out in front in the queue before you, or maybe it well, is. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's in Hollywood. That's not in oh. Orlando. Yeah. Now he's contemplating buying flight tickets. No, no, that's <laughs> not what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. I, I do want to speak on one thing. Yeah. Um, Landon is probably going to really appreciate this. One of the houses actually got me kind of emotional. Yeah. In the darkest deal house. Uh, uh -huh. it, the story is, uh, the devil makes a deal with a blues so just musician. To clarify, that's the controller, not the devil. Universal would never call him the devil, but you're right. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he makes a deal with this music performer to make him like this awesome performer, but his soul belongs to whatever you want to call him. Mm -hmm. So you're going through like all these, uh, Mississippi style scenery, uh, mm -hmm. type of places in a bar and a performance hall in the back, like on a porch and like all these kind of like backwoods situations. There is one scene in the house where there is a solo rocking chair with a short brim fedora on the handle. And I am a hundred percent sure that is a tribute to Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. I stopped in my tracks when I saw that. It's like, I, it fits the theme perfectly, but mm -hmm. at the same time, it's too good to be true. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the I mean, one one of the things that I was going to say, Bob, and and I like I'm I bet you're right about that. Um, I think that the attention to detail that goes into building these houses and the the touch, uh, you know, the the thought and the care that the designers of the houses, the builders of the houses put into the Halloween Horror Nights houses is, is something that I, once I, once I finally broke through from my big man, baby chicken situation that I was dealing with for so long. Hey, well, um, that's my gimmick. Thank you. Very well, much. but I was <laughs> right there. I was, a, I was right there. Were, 
some of us were theme park bloggers writing only about Universal with that gimmick long before you, my friend. <laughs> well, but like I, you know, I I've always been afraid of like every. I used to. My mom will tell you when when I was a kid. I didn't want to go down the costume aisle at Halloween in Walmart because it scared me to death. Like I didn't want to see the mask. I didn't want to see the costumes. I, that's that's the level of chicken we're dealing with. I think we, you know, we're we're all sort of on the same page. But like, I uh, now now that I've like broken through that, as as Theme Park Rob will tell you, you all broke me a couple of years ago, and now I'm broken, and that's fine. Um, what a great and, and, what group of friends y'all are! Just just yeah. breaking him down. You break but, people. But in my new state, like that's part of what I enjoy so much about the house is just the just the level of detail and the and the care and the thought. It's it's um it's amazing, and I, I'm glad I've gotten to the point where I can appreciate that now. That's something that's something I thought as I've gone through the houses this year. Oh, that I've been, Rob, it's okay, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that I've been able to that I've been able to slow down and actually take in each one of the scenes and look for those details. We would come out of a house and someone would say, oh, did you see this thing and this thing? I'd be like, oh, no, I missed it. And I want to go back in so I can see those details. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's one of the things. That, I mean, it, what it gets to is the thing that we love so much about theme parks, the immersion, the attention to detail, the, the suspension of reality. Like the, the that's exactly what's happening when you go into these houses and the storytelling. And I, and I, and I'll just say this. Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Shines in the original houses. Like, I love the IP houses as much as anybody, but the original houses are where it's at every year. It, it's, it, and the Dr. Oddfellow house this year is amazing. The, you know, the Darkest Deal is amazing. It's, it's so good. I'm, I'm, I've become such a fan, and it's crazy. I never would have imagined I would be here. I just want to interject one thing in when you hear from other people about HHN this year in the houses. For Friday night, which was media night, the houses were lit up a little bit more than they normally are so that media could walk through and do the camera things. Mm -hmm. uh, if you heard somebody talk about Saturday and Sunday night of opening night and complaining that it was too dark and they really wished it had happened, they are 100% correct. They were way too dark. They turned the lights way too far down. Then they raised them back up uh, last week. So they're back to a reasonable level. My point is... They create all these incredible sets and incredible props, and it's so dark. You've got to really be looking for them to see them. Like, I'm surprised you saw the fedora. That's not that easy, Skipper Bob, to spot that thing because right. it's dark in there. It, yeah. it was, but they had the lighting figured out on the yeah. – I, I barely noticed it at week one, week two. I uh, That's where I really focus in yeah. on it. It's like, no. Did they – no. Yep. That's awesome. I mean, I mean that, there are – Ahead, that sorry. is a fair question, but at the same time, it's like, you have to remember, it's like, WWE does have a big presence down in Orlando, Florida. You, of all yeah. people, do know that. And, of all people, <laughs> Ray Wyatt it had a, oh, it pains me to say that in the past present, had a big footprint in the horror world. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. It all makes sense. It does. There, there was once an Undertaker house, so I would. <laughs> yes, yes, that is that. Like, 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 freaking. There was an Undertaker house. What was it at uh at uh in Hollywood? Like, like the first, second year. Yeah, I think it was here, but 
Somewhere, yeah, oh, somewhere in the first five. That would have been so awesome. That would have been cool. back so when cool. back when they didn't follow licensing rules and they were just oh, winging yeah. it back in the old days. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, it, anything spooky, let's just throw anything on there. It's like, like, just, just, just get some money. It costs like yeah. fifteen dollars. The first three years, they were all original mm-hmm. houses, and they got an IP. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, let's go crazy with this. With the <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's so many houses that I've missed over the years that I, I really regret. And and another thing I regret is I never got to see Bill and Ted. And anytime I talk to someone about oh, Halloween. Yes, like like that was that was the biggest thing that I was bummed out that I didn't me and the smoking hot girlfriend didn't get to see last year was there wasn't anything like, you know, not blood curdling terrifying <laughs> that it's like, you know, we wanted something, you know. More of the speed of, you know, uh, Mickey and uh, Minnie's, you know, uh, you know, not so scary Halloween party. <laughs> we wanted, you know, Bill and Ted's, you know, uh, excellent Halloween party. But no, <laughs> no, we just had to have, you know, uh, murder face, murder face, uh, murder party. Yeah. yeah I love that part. <laughs> oh, oh, I have seen Death Clock live. Those guys can rule. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we so have hit... green open for them that, that that was a show well speaking of a show we just finished the show because now we've hit nine o'clock so i want to thank you all for joining me here tonight uh skipper bob john landon thank you all so much thank you. we'll do a quick we'll do a quick round the horn here and let people know where they can find you on the interwebs hey bob we need to get that llc going where can people find all of your amazing content that you're creating and uh you know you, you can throw out like if you want to throw a venmo or something up there get people to pay you money <laughs> wait we can do that <laughs> i need oh, to get shit, on that I need, to, I need to figure that out real quick hold on <laughs> uh, you can find me on youtube uh skipper bob's breakdowns that's where i'm trying to do my blogging um or vlogging whatever it's called this week uh you can find me on instagram <laughs> You can find me on uh, the Facebook. I barely ever use it. But yeah, just do a search for Skipper Bob. Um, I don't know why I don't use the same handle for all across my social media. It seems to be different for everything I use, but I'll, I'll get my act together one day. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Skipper Bob. It's always good to have you. I'm, I, I love it that you joined us on a Tuesday night. I know you can't always do that. So I was I wondering about that, how you were available on a Tuesday night, but you know. I wasn't going to ask, but my, just, my just services aren't it. always required. Oh, well, they I, are here. I, I, I find that hard to believe, but okay. Yeah. They're always required somewhere. Let's put it that way. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, John, how about you? What have you got to plug tonight? Do we have like three hours? I'm going to do the old Seth Kaberski joke where I say, you I'm got, gonna... you got 30 seconds. Okay. Real quick. Obviously it's pastor John self on Twitter. That's the easiest place to find me. I write for lots of theme park sites. I write in the faith-based world. I write in the dining world. I'm on Instagram. I'm on pretty much everything except for the stuff that I'm too old to be on, like, you know, Twitch and TikTok. And so you can find me there. So if you're interested in anything involves food and theme parks, that might be a good place to look. Sounds like it's perfect. And thank you, John. Always great to have you. Lots of great info. I know where to go for the the best uh, food tips because you've tried everything. So. Um, yeah, it's and that's why I'm I'm trying to stay under 200 pounds now. So I'm yeah, doing my good. best. You need to get a treadmill. <laughs> uh, I need something better than a treadmill. I don't think my personal training degree would approve of a treadmill. I need like a real device. <laughs> okay. 
Landon, you get to wrap up the plugs. What have you got going on, sir? L-A-N-G-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, buttmuchchips.com, buttmuchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. Uh, I also uh, worked up a uh, Venmo thing uh, during the break. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Uh, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and not watching. Yeah, yeah. Everybody scan that. Is that a QR code? It doesn't look familiar to me. Uh, it, it's a new style of QR code, Justin. It is, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Uh, in lieu of that, just uh, instead uh, listen to me on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in uh, Knoxville, uh, streaming at uh, News Talk 98.7. Uh, there it is. Newstalk987.com. <laughs> also available. In the- <laughs> hey, I stayed That's under 30 seconds you and, right. you couldn't, and, you, and you couldn't get the dot com. Come on now. <laughs> Y'all, I've been up since 4 a.m. And I didn't even have my nap today. So uh, streaming available at Newstalk987.com. Also available at the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. And also I've been playing around with these uh, fun uh Lorcana cards as well here in the uh I'm here, tired of writing about those here in the what are of, those of course you have it, <laughs> oh I don't I'm law I don't know what that is it's it, 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 it's kind of like uh magic meets uh Disney and uh yep. is is a uh Disney fan and somebody who's played uh magic the gathering forever i'm uh very interested in it so uh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna uh check it out for a little bit and uh okay and you know i'll i'll maybe i'll talk about it on my podcast if you know john doesn't steal my goddamn thunder on it so there we go. <laughs> uh, he's already done it that he has no no, i they're they're wonderful there's a reason that you should cover that in your podcast because let me tell you some of my bad articles have gotten lots of hits so you should do that there you go get the hits get the hits it's a it's a hit parade Mm -hmm. well thank you all for joining if you if you're here in the chat thanks for joining in the chat if you're listening later in the podcast appreciate you too but you got to join us live you're missing lots of the fun antics if you're not here on youtube on tuesdays our once a month live show. But thanks for putting up with us. We've had a great time and we will save you a seat. We'll be right back here in October in the Passholder Lounge. Love you all. Be good to each other. Be actually be excellent to each other. Yeah. And party on, dudes. Bye bye. <laughs>